Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I am your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Doing pretty well, Chris. Uh, it's How are you feeling? You, you were sick on Friday, uh, had to cancel the pod, no flu game. How are you feeling? Still a lot better. Uh, I was in rough shape for a night and a day about, and then it just disappeared. So it was a quick 24-hour virus, I guess. So back on Monday, which is good. Um, but yeah, I was I was miserable for a little bit. Well, you you got us on a Monday pod. We wanted to come back a little bit sooner. We're going to be, it's going to be all about the Super Bowl props and the Super Bowl all on Friday. Today, we're doing a hodgepodge of basketball, little backwards hat Dan Quinn halfway through, and then uh, and we'll end it off with some NBA trade deadline stuff and All-Stars came out, and we'll discuss that. But... To get started, we're going to start off with College Corner this time because the Gamecocks are rolling. And last on Tuesday, we talked right before the game. Uh, we were talking that they, they faced South Carolina men's basketball, faced Tennessee. They were the number five team in the country at that point. And South Carolina did it again. They held them to 59 points. Uh, they, they scored 63, and they, they took, over, took over Tennessee. Then on a Saturday, they got their revenge against Georgia, the only SEC team besides Alabama to beat them so far, and held them to 62 points, got 72, played. And, and the best part is every, every one of these games, it's another player stepping up, taking care of business. Uh, they'll, be, they'll have moments where, where their, their star in the last game doesn't have it this game. Uh, in the Tennessee game, I think Michi ended up with three points. Yeah, he ended up with one three-pointer. But he had six rebounds, six assists. They find a way to win. Um, this defense is stifling. Tennessee later played Kentucky, and they scored 103 points against Kentucky, while Kentucky scored 92. Uh, we held both those teams to under 65 points. <laughs> yeah. So this is LaPont, Lamont Paris basketball. Uh, Everyone's here to witness number fifteen rank in the country this this week, and first time being ranked since the the final four run. You think that was it was good that you weren't ranked after last week? Just, oh or, yeah, I guess two weeks ago yeah. you beat Kentucky, and then I remember saying like you guys are definitely going to be ranked after that. Like I don't know what your SEC record was at that point, but you still only had two or three losses and. And they were right on the border, or you guys, I think you were 26. We were 26. Receiving votes. Yeah. And then you go to Tennessee without that number. I think that mattered. And it probably matters a little bit. I think it matters a little bit. Um, And I'm sure the players will say it won't matter, and everyone on the coaching staff would say it wouldn't matter. But it is something that there was an edge to this, this squad all week where it was like, man. They we storm the court. We get we beat Kentucky. They're they're favored by like seven points at our court. Uh, what else do we need to show? And I mean mm-hmm. they they showed they showed exactly what they needed to show. And I, I love that they had that chip on their shoulder. I kind of wanted to be like um, 
like a sneaky like 23 like get us something super disrespectful so we're angry again um but i'll take the 15 yeah 15's up there yeah fit no top 15 that's your top 15 team in the country we're talking right about there. we're talking about a four seed yeah in the tournament mm-hmm yeah this is, is <laughs> a crazy crazy wild i want to take a look so last yeah, year i mean you think about like where you were last year Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Perfect transition. We were both thinking the same thing. I wanted to look at your team last year, and uh, we were talking a little bit earlier. You got, you said that you ended up – Maryland, I think, was 13 at some point. What was your – what ended up being the seed in the in the tournament? They were a nine. Okay. Eight. It, it was, they were in the 8-9 game against West Virginia. Yeah, okay. I think they I were nine. It doesn't really matter that much. Um beat West Virginia, and then lost to Emma in the round of 32. Got smoked. Yeah, I remember. I remember that talk about that. Yeah. Um, but they were, they weren't, it was a little different because we were winning every game at home. Mm-hmm. Like, they finished 10-0 and in the Big Ten at home, and... One and nine on the road, and the one win was Minnesota, who was the worst team in the conference. They could like they could not win road games. Whereas Carolina's won back to back road games, and like you won at Mizzou too, right? And at uh, Arkansas, which Arkansas is a mess right now. But um, you're four and one on the road. One loss to Bama. No, yeah, yep, yep. What's the SEC record right now? SEC record is they they lost their they only have two losses so I think it's like five Georgia at home yeah Georgia at home and then Alabama away gotcha. so what is that one two yeah so yeah so they're they're six and two wait that's it don't play the yeah. games yeah one two three four nine seven and two and then the other then the last yeah, loss a lot more season left than i thought there was yeah but this is uh, right. this is yeah, only right. only february so we got a we got a long way to go that's right and the the game cost I mean, we're the, one month away from the show yeah yeah we uh the game luckily for the game they have two nice nice games at home old miss tomorrow white out for if anyone's students listening and is going to the game yeah. Um, I like how we're doing. We didn't do themes last. You think we did the themes last year? We won eleven <laughs> games. Definitely didn't do themes last year. Um, so I'm excited win for that. Games to have themes. Yeah, I, clearly, clearly, you need to win games to have themes. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for that. I think they're handing out free T-shirts too. Um, Vanderbilt comes into town on Saturday. That should be a, a hopefully like I can I can say easy games now. That's a trap game. It is a trap. It's definitely a trap. So is Old Miss. I mean, like, Old Miss was ranked 22 uh, a couple weeks ago. Probably a while yeah, ago Yeah, it's now. Chris Beard. Scummy program. Yeah, I don't like Old Miss. Chris Beard got fired at Texas for, like, domestic abuse. Oh. And then, of course, Old Miss being Old Miss. Scoops him right up. them right up. Yep, yep. Well, now I hope we put their ass. This means more. more. Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll have another road challenge against Auburn on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I saw that on the schedule. 
So that'll be a big game. Yeah, that'll be huge. And then Tennessee to go at Kentucky too. No, at no at LSU comes to town at Old Miss at Texas A and M at Mississippi State, and then the rest are at home. Florida and Tennessee. Florida will be big. That'll be a big game. Yeah. Florida's getting some heat. You know, it's almost you're almost reminding me more of the Maryland team, the twenty twenty team that they they want to share the Big Ten title. Oh, because the season so got canceled? Hopefully Well, the last game was the last game of the regular season. Tournaments got canceled. There was just a three way tie for the title. So, like the regular that season sinks. just yeah. record. And they had like they had their last three games, I think it was like Michigan State, Rutgers, and Michigan, and they just had to go they had to go two and one and they lost to Michigan State at home and lost at Rutgers back to back. And they had to win their last game to punch a share. Um they didn't necessarily stick the landing, but they were like games that they were winning on the road, it was like, how are they doing this right now? Like, obviously the team had a lot of talent, like they had Jalen Smith, who's an NBA player, first round pick. They had Wiggins, who's an NBA player. They had Allen, who's like a four-year point guard. So that is a lot. The talent level, I guess, was different. But, But just like this season, like they went at Michigan State and came back from like down seven to win a game on the road. They won a game at Minnesota where they had to come back from like they were down ten points with nine minutes left or something like that. So I don't know, just the way that you guys are like in all these games when it's like eventually you're not gonna pull this one out, right? And then they do. It's like, okay, here's Georgia, here's a trap game, and like, nope, they still win that one. I don't know what's your lead in the standings right now. Like, got to be up. To We're two. Eight, two, right? We're two. Uh, I mean, yeah, like at that point, at this point in the season, that's a pretty freaking big deal. Yeah, yeah. We're right behind Alabama, the the best. I guess the best team in the SEC because they 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 beat us. But the they're right there. They're they're facing some other like again. Old Miss, as I didn't even realize, they might be five and four in the conference, but they're eighteen and four. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, they're not a, they're not gonna be a cakewalk. I think. Sorry for technical difficulties. We had to pause our conversation. Um, what I was saying is, when when looking at the schedule, we we just ran through it. Uh, they have some opportunities to to make some more statements and some opportunities. Like, and some some of these teams have some opportunities to upset them and get some get some trap games, but. The way that this team plays defense and smothers these these offenses, like to hold Tennessee to fifty less points than they scored in their next game, is pretty remarkable. And that's crazy. Yeah, on the road too. Like it's a thing to play defense at home. You got the crowd behind you, and like yeah, when you're on the road, do it their place. It's pretty wild. Ha, what's up with what's new with Maryland? Anything? I saw the Mississippi or the, uh, the Michigan lost State to lost. Michigan State. Uh, uh, but we we went on the road at Michigan State. Did not hit the bucket to save our lives. We had Julian Reese, who 
I don't know how much I've talked about his foul problems on this show because it's gotten a lot better this year. But that's like his biggest flaw is that he fouls like nobody's business. It's been a lot better this year. He picked up two fouls in the first three minutes. They put him on the bench. Was back in up a third foul. <laughs> Has to sit for the rest of the half, and then he comes in third half. At 20 seconds, he says a moving pick. That was the rest of the game. I'm even though, because he just sat for so long, and then they put it back in, and it, like I'm not like that's I don't think that's even the reason they lost though, because they still could not. They were getting decent looks, and just nothing was falling. It was the opposite of the game they played last week, and I hope that like that having a week off didn't kill any momentum that they had offensively. Is a little worried about that, but like I was saying earlier, it's also tough to shoot on the road. Like it was, it's a tough environment, but it sucked to watch. And Michigan State wasn't any better until the last six minutes of the game. Like this game say, was in the forties with seven, six minutes to go. Yeah, they horrible. shot, they shot terribly too. Both teams under thirty percent from three, and Maryland, Jesus, thirty percent field goal percentage. <laughs> That's that's impressively bad. What was it? What was the final number? 30.9 field goal percentage. 17 oh. of 55. Yeah, it was it was hard to watch. That that's And I was real. watching at the bar too. And, and Jameer with another 30 like bomb. Speakers. Dude, How many of these Jameer games are you gonna waste? It's it's so hard to watch. No literally no one else can score point in a road game. He'll be an NBA player. It's so hard. I hope so. He deserves it. But it's like, it's. I feel so bad for him. Because last game, like, Jahari Long had nine, I think, and Kaiser had, like, 15. And that's, like, 24 points just gone. <laughs> and not even a chance. Like, I don't think they were even close. I don't think Kaiser even took a no, freaking shot. Kaiser didn't. He just, that was I don't know what happens. Long. He had one rebound. <laughs> D, uh, DHS. He Reese played 14 minutes. Harris Smith was is also out there for cardio. He was doing cardio. <laughs> and but when you're like whenever you see it's hard to win when your best player gets three fouls in the first half. Or second best player. Yeah, it is hard to win, yeah. And it like it does affect the the spacing of the defense. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have when you when you have to play like Swanton Roger or Geronimo at the five. Like Swanton Roger is Big enough, he's tall enough, but he's like, he just looks lost out there, and he's not a threat on offense, and he can't play defense without fouling. And then Geronimo is just not big enough to play center. So it, when you have no threat inside, like it makes it a lot easier to defend the perimeter, and that's what they did. And all the points that Jameer had, he like he wasn't amazing. It's just like he was the only guy that even had a shot to put the ball in the basket. Him and Dante Scott, and like, I don't think anyone wants to see the ball in Scott's hands either. So, it was like the worst possible game. I think it was the worst game. Well, I don't know. It's been so many games that have been hard to watch this year. <laughs> but That's, it's just another. It's, it's another the worst chapter. one in a while. It's the worst one in a while. And we've had some brutal green, season. Yeah, the Purdue pastures. one was worse. I guess. Yeah, that Purdue. <laughs> oh yeah that pretty game stunk but yeah if you it was basically that game but if 
Purdue also sucked at offense until there were six <laughs> minutes left. The only difference with Purdue is that they like if exactly he didn't score a point yeah, until the last five minutes of the game, that's what this game was. Because Malik Hall and Michigan State just all of a sudden hit like two threes, and that was the game. Like they were down six, and it was like, that's it. Oh, they hit two of those four threes at the end. God. That's brutal. It went back and forth and back and forth. This is, a, this is a top 10, maybe a top five defense in the country. They're that good. Your Kempom's right up there with it's South Carolina. Like, like you're, as that should be because of defensive rating, right? Definitely not yeah, their offensive it's, oh, rating. It's, all. <laughs> it's not their offense. It's all defense. It's not their offense. Yeah. It's like our offense is like, it's so bad. It's like we're being guarded by ourselves. That's how I felt last year. Like you, we, I can't we believe we play we against flipped. our defense. That's yeah. what, like, that's how bad our offense. Like, this is what we do to other teams. But yeah, it sucks. It's like I'd rather be bad at defense than have a good offense. Yeah, because then at like, least you have stuff to watch. Record. Yeah, then you at least you have stuff to watch. Yeah, bad. This is, oh. and that that was like one of the complaints about Turgeon is like they never had an exciting offensive product, and then they made this higher, and that was like. That was one of the concerns. I was like, if we're going to complain about the style of play and we're going Willard, who was like consistently one of the better teams in the Big East defensively and just never played a fast-paced, exciting offense, like, what do we expect to change? Just get better players is the only thing they can do because he's not like, and just change how you run your offense. That's funny. That's the same way, like as with Lamont as being the South Carolina coach. If if we want any offensive, like you know, superpower, it's just got to come from a player. See, he, he's a defensive guy. He he bases all of it around yeah. defense. Uh, he came after the Kentucky game. He said that like he doesn't even call a lot of the offensive plays. And when you saw it in this in this Georgia game, the South Carolina hadn't played one three one defense zone defense the whole year and halfway through the game he just Lamont was just like all right guys we're doing one three one and smoked mm-hmm. them in the second half i don't understand like college teams this fascinates me about college basketball when you switch to a zone it like baffles teams yeah, okay. i really i don't understand it the it's funny uh the biggest complaint about frank martin that i had when before he got fired was if you played press Full court press on the Gamecocks, they crumbled every time. It's like full court <laughs> press is like one of the first things you learn in, in basketball. I remember learning that in like that was Purdue grade. last year. Like every time you full court press them, like they would get crazy. pressed and just fall apart. I had no idea how to. Call I think them. like I think Maryland should press everyone all game. I think every team like press. at least then they can get they can start playing in transition a little bit and like get easy buckets. They don't have to run a half like when they have to run a half court offense, they're screwed. I still get. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they don't try to change the tempo of the game. I still get PTSD from full court press. Even when we're winning these games, it's like, oh, if they go full court, like you never know what could happen. <laughs> 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 um, you need like you need two ball handlers to beat it. That's literally all you need to do full court. Yeah, like college athletes, if you have two guys that can handle the ball, it's not hard to beat. <laughs> if you only have one, like you can take them out of it, and then the other guys. Sh- pissed down their legs <laughs> that's what purdue was last year like they had two freshman point guards and you'd like press them and they'd be screwed 
That's what Taylor Cooper fixed. It's hilarious. <laughs> Having that second ball handler. All right. Anything else college-wise? Um, before we move on, I mean, Lady Gamecocks are still undefeated. They're they're the one seed. Um, and they face UConn this weekend. I couldn't get a ticket. Like, fine. I wanted to go, and I waited too long. I guess, and I could not. Oh, so on on that note, we had Caitlin Clark come to town on Saturday. Oh, really? And I wasn't able to get a ticket for that. And then they were selling for like one hundred fifty dollars. We 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 we, oh, we messed up. That's all we gotta say. We messed up. No. We had opportunities. I, to see. People said that it was like the third best atmosphere that they've seen at Xfinity Center in the last wow. like since we became students. I believe it. I mean, um, they lost, but I I watched the whole game and SA like I get it. I get the hype. Oh yeah, she's incredible. She plays like Steph Curry. Yeah, it 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 was. Uh, I mean, like let's let's see if we can get her on the Pistons. I feel like she'd be. I feel like just with the volume of her shoot shooting, like if she just get a, a couple open shots, score some buckets in the <laughs> NBA. Uh, I hate her though. I is it also like her. why? Because the 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 court storming crap that was so annoying. Yeah, yeah, that was so lame. <laughs> and she beat South Carolina, so like screw her. Mm, fair. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Dude, her passing is incredible too. Yeah, yeah she's I'm almost more impressed with that. She's uh, she's oh, wait, got the, drops. she's got like the fundamentals, completely nailed, completely nailed. She can do anything. She's like, she's just the best player on the floor by miles. Yeah, until Fuwaki comes and breaks her ankles. Um, I don't know who that is. She's the uh, the mini Kyrie Irving on South Carolina. <laughs> All right, let's move on. There's one last. There are extra, I mean, there is two coaching hires that we need to talk about, but one important one, um, Washington Commanders have their guy of the future. His name, Ron, Rev- Dan Quinn, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you, thank you. Uh, with that, all by yourself? Yep, all by myself. I thought about it all week. E- ever since the Friday pod, I was like, all right, I'm just going <laughs> to let this one cook. <laughs> So go ahead, take the floor. Oh, all right. Um, <laughs> I mean, of what choice do I have other than to be all in, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and whine because Ben Johnson said no, and then he couldn't act quicker than Mike McDonald, and, and he took the Seattle job. And I think Dan Quinn was always like the fallback option. If I mean, they interviewed him three times, guys. so it's not like he, he wasn't he a did. candidate. And and they said today that like they were impressed every time and like he was clearly the right leader for this team which like i don't think anybody actually believes that <laughs> the whole time they thought that i think it was pretty clear that they wanted ben johnson but um i honestly like thinking about it more it's not like it's not a bad hire it's just an unexciting hire yeah you know yeah I would and say that I, I the it's, more it's very easy to make the comparison to Ron because they were both retread hires and they both made the Super Bowl and lost and they're both defensive coordinators that like 
finished around 500 with their old team. But listening to Dan Quinn talk and like just the way that he acts is so much different than Ron. And he also got be a coordinator for three years after he lost that job. Ron, they hired yeah like right after after he yeah. got fired and gave him full personnel control. So those are the two big differences, I think. And I like I knew that he would fire me up, and I haven't watched the whole press conference yet, but I've seen clips of it, and I don't know how I wouldn't just want to go to war for this guy. Well, you can see why I'm excited. I guess. You can see why he did well in the interviews. Like, if you if you've seen him talk, oh, yeah. and like, uh, if you've seen players talk about him, you see why mm-hmm. uh, he want he got got the interviews and did well in the interviews. Um, I I think it's it's very easy to laugh at this hire. Um, in like like I'm not and I'm about to say a but, so get ready. Uh, it's very easy for people on social media to you know did laugh at it. I did laugh at it. Which wasn't nice. Uh, but at, at my initial laughter <laughs> has now turned into like, you know, this isn't like this isn't a bad a bad turn of events. Um they got they got Cliff Kingsbury, they got the they he picked up another guy from the, the Cowboys, so uh you're taken from their squad. Um I don't know, Dan Quinn's he's he's been around. He, as you said, he was a coordinator for another three years and was amazing defense every one of those years. Maybe the defense didn't hold up in the playoffs, but you know it's the Cowboys. Like, let's not let's not pretend. Just like, the one game they were fine. Yeah, in the other years they were great almost every year. Um, and I don't know. Once I learned he was played football at Salisbury, I was like, all right, like this guy's in. No, dude, have you seen that picture? Yeah, too? the picture's awesome. He was a freaking unit. It, it's it's. <laughs> Like it's it's very Dan Campbellish, if he wanted to be, he could very much lean into it kind of, if yeah. he wanted to. Yeah, and the, right, and like the the stuff about him doing well in interviews and like the press conference getting everybody all routed up, it's like it's not fake because the players like it too. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's a completely different guy once he gets like everyone that's been coached by him, like Parsons loves him. And I think it was like, I think it was Logan Paulson that he was an old Redskins tight end that then went to play in Atlanta. He's like, like, I want to coach on his staff. Like this dude is just awesome. So everyone loving you and then being a good coach are not the same thing. But it helps. But it like, it helps. It helps. It helps. <laughs> like, and do you think everybody loves Dick Sirianni? No. Maybe not. No. Eberflus. Like I think I'd take, take Dan Quinn over those guys. <laughs> Weaver Flues. I that think was a ricochet shot. Like that was. I think uh, Sirianni. I think his players seem to like Sirianni. I think he has to be a certain type of player to like Sirianni. It seems like yeah. Dan Quinn's the type of guy though that can that can get everyone on board. You know, he just mm-hmm. wants to probably give all of his player bear hugs and make all their hats backwards and just like eat a steak <laughs> with them. You see, he rolled in with the backwards hat today. I love it. Like, I think and a, they, they a coach should have a Guinness. Yes, I see. Yeah, look at yeah. yeah. <laughs> Commander's profile picture on Twitter is just a. It's not even him. No, it's just a backwards hat. Like a if you're to go on fanatics and buy a hat, they just turn it around. But I think that type it's, of stuff. I'm like, saying, like, I was worried about it. I he's got to lean into it. 
Oh, and you like make if they that. Lose, it'll be stupid, but if they win, like it'll be like hell yeah, we got the cool cool guy coach with the backwards hat and. Well, and like it, it can set up, thing. it can set up an easy culture quick, which this team has had no culture ever. Like this team hasn't had a culture in forever. So if you can establish, like I like how the social media team's leaning into it. I think, I think the team mm-hmm. should lead into it. I think like the players should lean into it. Um, and of course, do it. Of course, Dan. Um, and the to have to have a culture already being in place and setting up is, is going to be huge. So. They, they should lean into it, and I think they're doing a good job of doing that. Yeah. I will also say, before we talk about Cliff, that every coaching hire in my lifetime, we've been excited about. And this is the one where, like, people are like, really? Like, this is our guy. Definitely wasn't their first choice. No one's excited about him. Gotta be excited and about him. to me, I'm like, all right, well, when have our coaching hires ever worked out? And we get excited about them all the time. So there's no reason to like trust what I think. Like I don't know anything. Yeah, but there's no reason to discourage and... yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like all the the fans in the division too are like, oh, this is a win for us, and it's like, yeah, you think that? Keep thinking that. That's Let okay. Let him sleep. Let him sleep. That's okay. Yeah. And he'll like he's gonna build a good coaching staff. That's he already has. Iron retread is that he has more connections. He has guys. I don't think he was even connected with Cliff at all, but he, yeah, Dan Quinn has guys. In fact, he brought guys from the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's your new DQ. It's not like right? when Ron brought guys from the Panthers when they were Dutch. Yeah, you don't want to bring <laughs> like guys. From guys the, all, the problem with Ron's guys is Ron, Ron's guys sucked. <laughs> Dan Quinn's not bringing the executives from the Cowboys over or his like shitty offensive coordinator. He's bringing in his secondary coach and promoting him to D.C. And then somehow recruited Cliff. You know what actually happened with that? They told him they're going to get the Raiders were going to hire him. Yeah. And then they said, we're not going to trade it for Caleb Williams. No, Magic Johnson swooped in. Oh, really? Look at that. That's what Rappaport said. Yeah. Look at Magic. Anyway, uh, we have Cliff Kingsbury as an offensive coordinator. And I've heard all good things about Cliff, about how his work ethic is insane. He watches like ridiculous amounts of film and is just obsessive. And I don't like it, didn't work as a head coach. I don't think he doesn't need really to be a head coach. It would. At least we didn't. He doesn't need to be a head coach. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I've wanted the pass now to get Like he doesn't so. have to waste any time on defense. This he doesn't care about defense. No, why should now he? he doesn't have to spend any time on it? Yeah. And I mean, you're right there with the number two pick. You think this is uh this is a indication that you're gonna try to trade up for Caleb Williams or try to see see if the I don't, no, I don't think so. I think that's just people jumping to the obvious conclusion because there's a connection there. I don't think that that means anything. Um, I think Cliff probably just wanted to get back in the NFL. Um, Excuse me. But I think any of the top three guys would fit in his offense because they're all mobile. Well, and they all, all they, the most. All the college offenses all turn into Cliff Kingsbury offense anyways. So 
it's all just spread five wide offense exactly yeah. so yeah <laughs> you, you need a guy who can move because all your linemen are going up one-on-one mm-hmm. so i worry about that a little bit with our offensive line and because they're going to chuck it downfield and they're going to have to have someone who can sling it and can run sounds like and sam howell it guy. fits with all of the guys no <laughs> i don't think I think what do you so. mean? You can sling it and run it around? Him. I think that sounds like exactly like Sam. I mean, he sacked a billion times. <laughs> you, in, in a five-wide offense, he would be sacked numerous times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see how it works. I just don't want to turn into the Eagles where it's like the shotgun and one-on-ones every single play. Like, I would have, I would have preferred a, a Shanahan guy that runs more like zone run and play action but i don't know we'll see like i'm excited about cliff i think that he i think that he's a smart dude yeah no and i think the key point is he doesn't have to worry about defense yes and they signed him to a three-year deal so hopefully the long haul to stay for a little bit eric Bieniemy out just fired he's done yeah Dan Quinn said that they will they will not be working together. I wonder, he him well. I wonder what so he's he basically came in and said, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Egghead. Yeah, I wonder where he's gonna go. I don't know. I heard some like Eagles guy was saying that they should get him, but they got Kellen Moore. Let's get him both. Let's get all the retreads. Let's get them all. I wonder where he will get, like who still has coordinator jobs open? You guys hire one? Yeah, we hired the Browns yeah, right? OC. Who, oh yeah, Van Pelt. Who doesn't do play calling though? So I don't know who's gonna do the play calling because like it's not gonna be Mayo. Well, he he probably will now. I guess so. He's never done it before. Seems uh odd. And something to start at some point. I guess so. Yeah, I guess why not now? Um, yeah. The our, Pats- our defensive coordinator is now apparently calling the plays. Which I thought Dan Quinn was going to, so hopefully that doesn't blow up in our face. Eh, they're probably, I mean, it's from the same staff. They probably run the same stuff. Probably. All right. I don't know. We have plenty of time to talk about our teams because we're still not in the Super Bowl. Um, Commanders I, were, were in the Super Bowl for a is... minute. Remember the tweet, the Adam Shepard tweet? <laughs> that was funny. They, they landed in Vegas that with the Chiefs. But, uh... <laughs> Um, my last point is that personnel matters more than coaching and they got the GM that everyone wanted and that matters more than whoever they were going to hire so roster construction matters a hell of a lot more than who the head coach is in my opinion it's Love hard it. to argue against like if they draft a quarterback that turns into a star that's way more important than having a, a head coach like then you worry about your head coach later I agree. So, all right. I guess it's also it's kind of chicken and egg though, because a good coaching staff develops a good quarterback into a star. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm just myself. <laughs> just to get like four and thirteen again. Have a first round draft pick because we traded up for Caleb Williams. <laughs> um, you sound so optimistic. 
Right, you ready to talk about some I basketball? I feel like again? sneak in little like pessimistic things just so I don't get too out of control. That's fair. Timid yourself. Because I am optimistic. I just don't right. want to hear it. I don't want to be on record with hope. Like apparently I said I thought Wentz was the guy a couple years ago. I don't remember saying it, but apparently I said it. We do need to I go back and look at some myself. of our film. Yeah, we do get it look back. <laughs> I'm sure it's not good. Um all right, the NBA revealed an interactive LED court for their All-Star Weekend game. Did you see this? I got the alert. I didn't look at it, though. I'm looking at it right now. It looks really weird. It has, like, some... You can, like, apparently show some plays on there. Um, it's all lit up. 2K? It, like, if it was, if it was 2K, that's, that's what it would look like. So, yeah. Pretty much, I think it has like the circles on the ground and like the arrows. Um, I are they gonna? Why? I think they're gonna do this during. Oh, so include the celebrity game. I don't know. They're gonna Can't use the it for all of it. Also, see the place. I don't know. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, they're switching it up for all of these uh, celebrity games and. All like the challenges, the, the skills challenges. They're using it for that. The three point contest looks weird, but it looks. I guess it's cool. Like I guess that's really cool. I'm sure that was a shit ton of money that um, will be noticed for this one day. And I, I like I like them trying different things. You know, try to make it a little cool, a little futuristic, a little special. Um, considering you know that the game itself is going to be pretty trash, so I'm not even talking. That was weird. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. My internet's fine. My RTC just disconnected. That's weird. You froze and your eyes were closed. It was kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Well, dude, this is a shit show of an episode. <laughs> back. You're so bad. Dude, I think it's Mondays. We do not have these problems on Tuesdays at no, we don't. We like do punishing not. Punishing for going out of schedule. Yeah. Um. Well, let me give me two seconds. Well, they're introducing an, an LED court. Seems like a cool concept. I like the idea of doing something new because the game, you know, has been declining in quality year after year after year. Um. And. I'm excited. For, I mean, like, I like I like All Star Weekend. I like the three point contest. I like the dunk contest. Um, I don't really like the game. I don't know if anyone really likes the game, but uh, all the other stuff I I mess with. I like with it. But um, so I'm trying to find. Do we know who's in the dunk contest yet? No, no, not yet. I hope it's someone that actually wants to. Like, remember it was a bunch of it was Mac McClung that won it last year. Yeah, should be Gigi. Gigi would be great in the dunk contest. That'd be sweet. Now you got me fired up. Now I want Gigi in the dunk contest. <laughs> All right. The the All Star Reserves came out. The we talked about the starters. Reserves for the Western Conference are Devin Booker from the Suns, Steph Curry from the Warriors, Anthony Davis from the Lakers, Anthony Edwards from the, the Timberwolves, Paul George from the Clippers, Kawhi from the Clippers, and Carl Anthony Towns from the 
Timberwolves. Eastern Conference, we have, as reserves, Bam Adebayo from the Heat, Paolo Vancaro from the Magic. No, yeah, Magic. Um, Jalen Brown from the Celtics. Jalen Brunson from the Knicks. Tyrese Maxey from the 76ers. Donovan Mitchell from the Cavs. And Julius Randle from the Knicks. So Julius what... Randle. <laughs> really been... <sighs> I think. Uh, okay. What... Yeah, he has good numbers. He has turned around this year. What what really stands out when I read that is that there is no Sacramento King on there. Not a single one. I know. I was just looking at Fox's numbers, and that's. And they're number wild. two in the West, right? Or are they three now? Are they? No, I think the Clippers were too. If you want to do it purely off stats, oh, Thunder, Thunderbolts, Clippers, Nuggets, Kings. Oh, so they're the fifth seed. No, still, but if you want to do just based off stats, Sabonis and Fox have better stats than Kawhi and Paul George. If you want to just do it based off that, and that, but yeah, and, uh. I don't know. I think it's it's ridiculous to have to not have a single member from that team. Uh on the east side Yeah, no, that is ridiculous. On the east side, I mean I don't I think it's all pretty fair. Like maybe Trey Young, but like Trey Young doesn't play any defense. So I don't care about Trey. And they suck. Yeah, they're terrible. Uh I do think it's hilarious that Doc Rivers is the Eastern Conference coach. This guy was on the couch. I know, it's weeks so ago. funny. This guy's doing doing podcasts with Bill Simmons two weeks ago. They also like an all star. Are they like one in three too since he took over? Yes, yeah, he is one in three since they came since they took over. Um, I it would what if they signed him to a three year deal? Like, did they? I don't know what that that team. That is insane. I know we talked about that at the time, but like that is nuts. It is a bold play. Middle of the season, yeah. we're just going to try to integrate this. And I don't know. There, there's something wrong with Milwaukee's culture. I don't know what's wrong with them. It seems like they got, they got some, some trouble of, over in Milwaukee. Um, they do have trouble. That being said, they still win games. I mean, I guess not with Doc Rivers anymore. But, uh, that'd be hilarious if they just like plummeted in the stance after signing him. That would be funny. He does well in the regular season, though. That's true. He's got to blow a 3-1 lead. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, the, the All-Star, like, you could talk about the snubs. We can argue about them. There, there's going to be players aren't already going to not play. Like, Joel Embiid's not going to play. I don't think Halliburton's going to play. Um, there's a bunch of guys that will probably sit out, and all those guys that we, everyone always talks about snubs will creep in. Uh, they'll find a way in. But... I think what what we wanted to really talk about with the NBA was that the trade deadline's coming up. We have a we have a list of players that could be yep. Thursday. possibly on the move. Thursday at three PM the deadline is. Uh let's talk about the Wizards that start us off. They're uh they're sellers looking at it's kind of been the same names all year. Kyle Kuzma, Tyus Jones, uh pretty much anyone on the roster. We talked about Gafford a little bit. Possibly. Delon Wright too, apparently. Delon Wright, I That's saw a market. That. Even though he's like the backup point guard on a horrible team, 
Yeah, I don't think he ever plays either, but he plays a little bit. Not much. I guess he's like good at defense. Which yeah, he is good at defense. He's gonna yeah, he gets fifteen minutes a game. But if he comes in and just gives you like ten minutes off the bench, like that's all I guess that's all teams are looking for in the playoffs. Like, I think uh a team that was looking specifically minutes. at Delon Wright was actually my Celtics. Anyone uh anyone you want? Mm-hmm. Throw us a second round pick for that. All right, done deal. Maybe two. I'll take it. I, I'll give you two. Did you do two? I'll do two. Why not? All right, done yeah. deal. For All right, let's send four it points in. And two rebounds a game. Let's send it in. Um, he does get three assists in fifteen minutes, which is pretty good. I just want a bigger backup point guard. Oh, he's like a pure point guard. Yeah, because Peyton Pritchard as the backup point, he's just too small. Like if we need him in a finals game, he's yeah. just gonna get clobbered out there. All right, what about Kuzma? What have you been hearing on Kuzma? Anybody? Kuzma, I've heard, I've heard the Kings. Apparently, they wanted him last year, or they wanted him when the Lakers traded him here, actually. No. And then the Mavericks are another team that could be interested because they like they need another forward, or I guess a forward <laughs> to go yeah. play with. Uh, Luca and, and Kyrie. And Grant Williams. They're like... <laughs> I feel like I just see their name is like mentioned with every player. Like, yeah, the oh Mavs yeah, for some reason... desperately need another warm body they can score for. Yeah, that's funny. I do... I see that with the, the Kings too. Like, or not the Kings, the, the Mavericks. Where it's like Harrison Barnes, Dorian Finney-Smith back to them. Uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Kuzma... Yeah. I mean, I I saw Jeremy Grant, but I didn't see any like I didn't see them in Wiggins or anything. I don't know if anyone wants them. Mm-hmm. But Kyle Kuzma makes sense for them. Uh, I think he makes sense for the Kings too. Yeah, uh, adds a bigger body that can help help the the Kings. Does he play any good defense? The Kings need good defense. I mean, he's like he has the size to be a good defender. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like he's, he has the body to be. I wouldn't say he's anything above average. He's not a liability. No, he's definitely not a liability. He's and fine. he's also, I think he would do very well as like a third scorer. I was just about to say, him being in the position, he's like just like he was with the Lakers, where he is the third banana. He is the not even the Robin. Mm. You're Alfred, pal. You're you're in the back only when yeah. we need you. And I think that's the that's you know, Kuzma's not your we already knew this. The only one who didn't know this was the Wizards, but like we already knew he wasn't gonna be no, that was this is a calculated move. That's that true, contract that's true. was yeah, that's true. Calculated move. He was the third option last year with Beal and Porzingis. Yeah, I didn't even realize. That. I forgot. I co- I'm completely free. You guys got like had Porzingis. Porzingis was excellent. He was nice in DC. Yeah, he was nice in DC. He got nothing for him. He was going to be a free agent. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Kuzma's defense has actually gotten worse. Every year since 2020. <laughs> okay, but he's probably like significant. Been... His, his defensive rating's gotten worse by 10 points over the last two years. Which isn't awesome. No, that's not very good at all. But if if he could be bought, like where he's all like with these Wizards teams, we gotta we gotta realize like, these two should be some inflated stats here. 
maybe his defense is just so bad <laughs> like he's on the bench. fair enough so like he might like if he's a third option yeah. with sabonis and fox he's at least going to help their defense more than old ass harrison barnes is so that's right yeah that's uh right. and then for as you said with the mavericks they just need a player out there like they want i was looking at them with uh <laughs> they, they want like miles bridges um they want literally any forward yeah. that can play for I think I think Myers Bridges is staying in Charlotte, though. I think he is too. Um, I I've, I have a friend that is loves Miles Bridges. Ooh, nah, nice. nah. Yeah, you take a wild guess as to who it is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think you know him. It's uh, but it's not Aaron. Uh, okay, it's not the Hornets fan. Then. No, no, it's not Barton. Okay. That was who I was gonna guess. He is he is a Hornets <laughs> fan, and uh. Like I guess mm. he was just he loved him before the the things happened and I guess he just never turned his back. But how you kind of like how you think I am with Kareem Hunt, only not true. Oh, that's just playing games. <laughs> 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 All right, but anyways, before we, it's not a wise guys if we're not right on the line of something that we shouldn't be talking about. But. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even like close to <laughs> Kareem and, Hunt or NBA trade deadline. He's always got to be thrown around in there somewhere. He's like a staple of this pod. Um, right. The biggest fish we have on our board that could possibly be traded is Dejounte Murray, and knowing yeah how trade deadlines work and how normal sports leagues work and how the NBA has worked the past couple of years. He's probably staying in Atlanta. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's probably <laughs> staying in Atlanta. I think they have to trade him, though, right? They should. He have his time left on his contract, right? Yes. And this team is broken. Mm-hmm. He can still get good value for this guy and like start to retool around Trey. Well, and a couple, like he he's having one of his best seasons. Like it's not like they, he's not losing games because of him. They're not. They actually they're winning mm-hmm. a couple. Games. I remember there was a streak right when his name got thrown up there, that he like won the next two games off buzzer beaters. So it's like raise the price, raise the price. Like they can, they can <laughs> get stuff for him, and they traded a lot for him. They traded two first round picks. Um, I don't remember mm-hmm. what contracts were in there, but the two first round picks uh, aren't nothing, especially because they're trash. So that pick might be going to the Spurs this year. And they need some some way to rekindle from it. You got to take your losses. Like, see what the Lakers will give you. They're desperate. Um, the Nets apparently are in on it. <sighs> Lakers, Jazz, Nets. Why the hell? What the net? What are the Nets? Yeah, the Nets are so they're they're a the mess. They're they're stuck because they don't have any of their picks because they traded them all for Kevin Durant uh, mm-hmm. and James Harden. And they have like, they have like five good role players, but no stars and no future. Yeah, if they do this trade, they're just gonna be the Bulls. Well, they're just gonna be the like Hogs. The core of DeRozan and Levine. Yeah, like they'll have Bridges and Murray. Yeah, it's same with the Bulls. It seemed like towards the like they were the hot name at the beginning of the season, uh, throughout this whole season, and it seems like come trade deadline in the next three days, I don't know if any of their players are going to be moved. And I don't understand why. Drummond. 
They gotta trade Drummond. Drummond. I forgot Drummond was on that team. Um, dude, Drummond has like there's some crazy stat with Drummond. Keep talking while I find it. But right. oh, never mind. I found it that quickly. But he's Drummond is eighth in player efficiency rating on ESPN. It's Embiid, Jokic, Dai, Giannis, Luca, Halliburton, AD, Drummond. That's the top eight, and then Kawhi and Devin Booker. That's the top ten. What? It's so weird. He's having like a ridiculous season. Is it just because he do- he doesn't miss because he just dunks it every time or gets layups every time? I guess so. I'm gonna look up his stats. Yeah. But in 15 minutes a game, 16 minutes a game, he's getting seven points and eight rebounds. Eight rebounds in 16 minutes is ridiculous. That's pretty good. That no wonder his efficiency's up. And he's not he's not shooting any threes. Yeah. He didn't shoot one, so it's not like he's no, missing of course any. Not. Um He's getting a steal a game too. All right, Drummond. Put him on the watch list. Let's get him on the yeah. Celtics. Him and Delon Wright. Yeah. Let's get the let's get the he's bench the back together. Um Oh, that would be a great bench. Right? Right? That's a playoff bench right there. That's a good 10, 15 minutes a game. Yeah, that's yeah. a playoff bench right there. Okay. Anyway. Caruso on the Bulls. That's that's who I would want on the team. Like if Apparently I'm a... they're asking for too much. That's what I've heard. <laughs> that makes sense. I would ask for everything. For Caruso. It's like, it's freaking Caruso. <laughs> no, I would ask for everything. Be like, give me like five first. <laughs> He is shooting 40% for three this year. And he's nasty on defense. Completely changes your defense. Um, I think the Sixers should be an, a key and I to watch for for Caruso. I also like them with, if they did yeah. want to trade um, Levine, I could see the Sixers. Because they have, the Sixers aren't a... Well, they can't now, right? Because he's hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not going to, yeah. They could, get, they could get DeRozan, but I don't like that as much as I liked Levine. The 76ers yeah. have a lot to work with for a contending team because of that James Harden trade. They have hmm. Morris Sr., Batum, Covington, Melton, Korkmaz, Daniel House, all on expiring deals. And Kelly Oubre. Traded. No, they're never trading Korkmaz. But all those guys are on expiring <laughs> deals. And Morris, Batum, Covington, those three players right there get you to $45 million. And in the NBA for the trade deadlines, if you didn't know, you had to you have to match the salaries, Matching salaries completely. So yeah. they have a lot of things that they can use to get a big contract. Um, and as a as a Celtics fan, I hope they waste this opportunity and don't use it. But they have a couple of guys that I mean, DeRozan's one. I don't know how much that needs that moves your needle. He seems like a like I, I don't know. He just like if you get him and Caruso though, both of them, I like that. They got a lot of stuff they can work with. It's basically what I was saying. I, you think they would package both those guys together in one deal? Give them five first round picks. We're past the age of just trading all your first round picks. You think so? I mean... I think so. What? Wait, 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 wait. But we had... Sorry, I'm pulling it up. We had Siakam go for two first rounders. And a six and a third yeah, three. Two. Three. Three first three. rounders. Uh and then OG and Anobi 
five is like OG got none. Like his DeRozan. Yeah. No, no, DeRozan's yeah. not. Well, that was a player heavy deal because they got Barrett and quickly. Yeah, yeah, and they got the second round pick. Uh, and so it seems like you're right. The fives are done, but like the the threes yeah. with like the swaps. It's the swaps that are the key. Yeah, know? the swaps. The swaps. <laughs> are the key. swaps in there so recklessly. <laughs> oh, people treat swa- uh, I can't swaps wait for their like they're candy. Swaps. Oh, I'm Ruling. looking at. I'm looking at right at right now. 2030 Sun swap. I'm looking at the Sixers have 2029 swap with the Clippers. Hell knows what the world's going to be around oh. in 2029. Like that could be a first pick. <laughs> it's like, it's like Kyle Shanahan. Like, yeah. Are you worried about your 2030 pick swap? Like I don't even know if we'll be alive. In- <laughs> <laughs> um, in that quote he said tomorrow. We're talking about six years from now. It's a it's a wild business when it comes to the first round picks. But you're right. I don't see it. There's no one on the market that's worth five first round picks. There's no one on the market that's worth probably three yeah. at this point. I think Murray, you could get, probably get two for. Um, DeRozan, maybe you can get two for. I still think that's a little rich. Mm-hmm. You're giving two for DeRozan. Um, but it's old. What's his contract? It's got to be close to done, right? Let me look. He has... I One year, yeah, it's expiring. Full rebuild, man. The Bulls, yeah, they should have done that like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, dude, get you got to get what you can't eat, because <laughs> that would be nuts. He's on expiring deal. Zach Levine, they have for the next four years, so I guess they could hold him out for a while. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They end, that at the end of this year, they got to pay Patrick Williams. So if they're gonna, if they're gonna do that, um. I don't know how much they might flip him too. Yeah, they, they, I heard that there's earlier that there was some talks for him, but I don't know if anyone really wants him. Okay, Dorian Finney-Smith okay. is another name I like. I like. I think the the Mavericks, if they want to try to get a forward, just try to get him back. He's already worked with Luca. Already seen him play with with him. Yeah. Uh, they know he's good at defense, and the Nets mm-hmm. are a mess. I don't know why. Like we were talking about them earlier, I don't know what they want to do. Um, I don't know. Maybe some Ben Simmons somewhere. <laughs> Nothing on Ben Simmons. It's a disaster. Simmons' <laughs> contract I saw is like it's gonna be like forty million dollars, and then it expires. Dude, the guy plays. Say like he was three like, games. "Oh, it's funny to me that they're upset. Like I'm making grown men." Boo. It's like, dude, you're the loser in this scenario. You he's the worst. That, right? <laughs> he is. He really is the worst. He's the worst. Like, there, there, there's really not an athlete I've ever hated more. And like, he's not even like, <laughs> and like, and in a way where it's not like I hate you because of the performance on the court. It's like you are just a turd. You suck, man. He is a turd. Yeah. I hope he didn't even take a shot in 14 minutes. He's such a loser. Such a loser. Um, the Jazz could get some. People forget that he was an All Star and like All NBA borderline defensive player of the year. I think he was All NBA too. Like he was incredible. Rookie was of the year. Really... Oh yeah, he was rookie of the year. But not discuss that. <laughs> he was what? yeah, nineteen twenty All NBA, uh, two time All Defensive, three time All Star. Three-time All-Star. We'll take a shot ben now. Ben Simmons was. 
And he literally, like, there's no pressure. It was that one game against the Hawks. Crumbled ever since. Oh, no, of course not. That's what I don't understand. Like, there's not even, like, it's not you're like you're playing with Kevin Durant. It's not like you're playing with uh, Kyrie Irving anymore. Like, there's literally no pressure for you to be good. Just take the shot. Like, why can't you take a shot in a professional game? The Nets took him for Harden. It's really tough. To the fact that we discussed After all they gave up for Harden, but the fact that we discussed like how it honestly wasn't that bad of a deal. And I know how it worked because well, Harden is like yeah, and that, and Harden so toxic. But he's a true. good player. At least he plays, shoots a ball. Yeah. All right. There's some other teams that could make some moves. Like the Jazz could make some moves. Uh, if they wanted to switch things up, Kelly Olynyk, Taylor you just Horton forget Tucker. the Jazz exists sometimes. Like and I hear about Lauren Markin in every once in a while, and I'm like, oh right, he's in the league. He didn't the make Jazz. the All Star team, right? I didn't read his name, right? I don't no. think so. No, no, <laughs> of course not. Yeah, he's from the, he's on the yeah. Jazz. Um, so like they, yeah, they could get they could do something, but nothing that can make them over contention. The Knicks are a team that they have Evan Fournier contract they could get rid of. Um, I mean, they can move around Hartenstein if they wanted to, Quentin Grimes. Um, but their team, like, could they could they try to get a DeRozan or one of these older vets to help out? Because they're, they're a good team right now. And they're kind of, you know, I wouldn't rush it, though. If I'm let them let them grow together. You know, don't don't trade anything rash yet. Yeah, you already did your trade. OG and Obi worked, um, mm-hmm. and honestly, like I wouldn't do anything big until you know if you want to keep Randall or not. Is he on an expiring deal? Randall? Uh, no, yeah. he's got three years. So I guess they, I guess they're oh, probably gonna keep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Randall now that like. Now that Brunson has established himself as the clear go-to option on this team, I feel like the Randall situation looks a little bit better. Yeah. Because, like, you don't have to deal with him being the ball hog. and take Like, he still takes a lot of shots that don't go in. But, like, he's still a decent section second option. I don't know if, like, he's who you are going to want long-term. But... I don't know how well DeRozan fits on this team. Yeah, not necessarily DeRozan. Just looking around. I'd be curious. Like, I would definitely be curious. They they definitely, I think their goal should be to try to trade this Evan Fournier contract. $18 million next two years. He doesn't play for them. I don't think he's played for them since he signed the contract with them. Um, and I don't know. There's, there's got to be some, maybe some desperate team. Maybe like Portland. I could give you something. Like maybe a Brogdon. Um, maybe you throw in a pick, like just try to get someone a someone who's actually going to play basketball for you in the playoffs. So that's what mm-hmm. I, would, I would try to do. Yeah, that's fair. We talked about a Jeremy Grant before the Colin pod. Sexton, last minute next target. Ooh, I don't. Why would they get? Would they trade Colin Sexton? Yeah, I don't know why the the Jazz would trade Sexton. He's been playing good for them. Like, why are they trading anybody? Yeah, they should just kind of let it too. The I, I kind of like where they're at right now. We were talking about Jeremy Grant before the pod started. 
Something mm-hmm. that we don't expect to happen. I mean, he just signed a $100 million deal with them. But I think we were talking about the Kings earlier and the, the Mavericks, another defensive forward that could fit with either of those teams. Hmm. Unless the Blazers were doing what the Wizards were doing with Kuzma. It's just like kept a lot quieter. Yeah, just kept the... I think it, like it's no question that the Wizards are trying to flip Kuzma. But I don't know. Like I haven't heard that buzz about... Grant. Like you could trade, they could trade Javal McGee, Harrison Barnes, and Davion Mitchell, and a couple picks. You know, there'd have to be some. Oh, no, I want Davion Mitchell. <laughs> and they could get Jamie Grant and fill the contract. Defense. That works. So they do need Navy. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe we could try to do it without him. But yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. Not exactly. So I want to trade Lyles instead. There we go. Love it. I, I, I would like that. I think that would be that would be fun. Make the make the Kings a little more interesting. Um, mm-hmm. All right. If I think they might get rid of Herder too if they make a deal for somebody. Poor Kevin. He's had a, he's had a tough season. Yeah, he had that already. The lights got bright. It was in, like against the playoffs the last year. He was also dog shit. That's yeah. The, the lights got bright in the playoffs, and he hasn't been the same since. All right, we'll go to we'll go to rehab in in Washington or Portland and <laughs> get so many so many <laughs> jump shots. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they go in or not. He would be a perfect. We'll get, get back. To let's him get home. him home. Yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be sweet. All right, last team I want to talk about trade deadline wise would be the Warriors, who That's suck. Exactly what I was going to say who suck. They're terrible. They're not good, uh, and they don't have a lot of options. What do they do with uh, with Wiggins? You have Kaminga. You're gonna have to pay Kaminga if you want him. Like, yeah. I have to choose between those two guys, right? And like, I feel like the choice is pretty obvious. Yeah, Wiggins is done. Wiggins is done. Yeah, playoff run. Get rid of Wiggins. That's the real thing. Like, who would want Wiggins? I, I honestly don't know. Try to send him back to Canada. Maybe they want Wiggins, but. Maybe then you're getting. You might have to send him with picks. Oh yeah, you're sending him with picks. You're sending him with picks. You're. I think you're sending him to like Toronto with a couple picks for, I don't know, Jakob Pertl. Maybe get Otto Porter Jr. back. Does that work? Yeah, it works. Minus eleven wins on the Warriors. I don't think that's true, man. I think that adds wins. The they need a center. They need defense. They need Chris Paul off the team. They they need. Clay Thompson to be three years younger. You think younger. he gets traded? I have him on the list here too. No, I don't. Th- I don't see him getting traded. Are they really going to do Chris Paul like that? I'll take Chris Paul back. Take him back. Get get another pick Welcome with him it. Back with open arms. With a pick yeah, in that's hand. Right. Send me send me the bad contracts. Old the old guys with bad contracts and picks. I want them all. Give me those bad salaries. Sixty million. Problem is, they already have the worst salary in the league. They have like Jordan Poole. Oh, I thought you meant the Warriors. I think the Warriors might have. Oh no, they do have bad money. They have maybe three of the worst contracts in the league. They have Clay Thompson for forty-three million. They have Chris Paul for sixty million over the next two years, and then they have Andrew Wiggins for a hundred million the next four years. Oh, and Draymond, Draymond for a hundred. Yeah, Draymond has a hundred million over the next four years. The issue is like Gary Payton. It doesn't provide them anything. Kevon Looney's the only center on the team. Kaminga hasn't developed to where he needs to be. Moses Moody, I don't even think he plays for them. They're playing a lot of 
Brandon Podzeski, who went to Stanford, I think, or some. He's cool. What was it? I like him. Yeah, no, he's cool. I like his. Uh, I like his vibe. I just said I like him. Yeah, and then I mean Clay's done after Clay's a free agent. Yep. So that's money off the. And they're not going to trade Clay. Books. You know that. I think they got again. I don't think they trade Clay, and they don't trade. Yeah, they can't. Uh, at this Draymond. point in the life cycle of a day, almost just ride it out with your guy. Like, almost like we'll just throw him another contract. That's what the Caps did. And if you're not gonna. I don't know if you're not going to go all out rebuild and like try to trade Curry, then you're not going to try to trade the other guy. It's all yeah, or nothing, right. right? Yeah. I feel like you still could retool this team around Curry. Oh yeah, what if I, they got Dejounte Murray. That would be cool. Let's see, Chris Paul. That would be fun because then Curry could play a little off ball sometimes. Yeah. How many picks do they have? I don't know what their pick situation is. It can't be great. Um, can't be. All right, let's go Chris Paul and Wiggins for Murray. Oh, they have their first round pick in 25, 26, and 27, and 28. So It's only this year's pick that they don't have. All right. They don't have a, a ton of seconds. but Oh, they can't. If they wanted Chris Paul, they could get they could get Murray. They would need they would want Chris Paul. No, I don't think they would want Chris Paul either. A little Chris Paul for DeJounte Murray, Sadiq Bay, Bruno Fernando. Yeah, I don't think the Hawks are doing <laughs> Both teams lose Unless it's uh, also four first round picks. Yeah, no, it would probably it would have to be also picks, but the the salaries would match up. I, I think that would be cool. Okay. I would like them. I would even like them with like a Levine. You know, like if yeah. you try to get try to get a younger guy that already has something established working with Curry. I feel like that would be cool, but I don't know what they're gonna do. They're a smart front office. I mean, I guess they don't have Bob Myers anymore. He's in Washington working on right. football. Um, but they they got a lot of problems that it seems like aren't gonna get done by Thursday. I think. No, no chance. You think any I of these... would love to get my hand right. over 2K, though. Oh, yeah. This team would be fun in 2K. Uh, deal and deal. <laughs> Clay, Chris Paul, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney, Kaminga. Any one of those seven get traded? Basically, does any, they can make a trade. I'm... I almost lean towards Chris Paul getting traded. But who wants Chris Paul? I don't know. I, I mean, you got to attach a pick with it. So now you're going to attach a pick to get them and then attach a pick to send them out in the same offseason or in the same season. I don't know. Let's see. Chris Paul. They're in a, they're in a hole, though. Playing so. contender. If he goes to the Lakers. Oh, the Magic. Interesting. Eh. I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that either. They're so... Oh yeah, yeah. Get a get an adult in the room. They can use a Chris. I mean, I know he's not the Chris Paul that he was even last year, but I think that hurts him. I can see that. 
They'd have to give up nothing to get him, and like, yeah, they wouldn't be getting anything back. I mean, maybe you're getting like, let me look. You'd have to get magic. All right. I mean, could you get could you get a Markel Fultz? Do they want to give up a Markel Fultz? No, I don't think so. Does Jonathan Isaac play? Did he play this year? Give him back. I think so. Like, I just never hear his name anymore. Nah, they don't want to do this. You'd have to give up, like, I mean, like, I guess you could give up, like, Gary Harris. But, yeah, I mean, you could give up Gary Harris and Jonathan Isaac to Magic. It's, like, the only way they could do it. A couple picks. I don't know if they would even trade Isaac. Yeah, I don't know if they would want to do that. Because um, I don't know, what, what do the Warriors want with Isaac and Gary Harris? And, I don't know. But, should be interesting. Hopefully, we get some stuff that goes down in the trade deadline. That was fun. We just kind of rambled off about players. That was, yeah. We didn't play, plan any of these <laughs> trades. Just come up with them on the spot. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. hope you learned something. hope you subscribe and like the YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Don't miss an episode. See everyone. On Friday, 5 p.m., happy hour. Let's go.